0: it's the biggest ever double episode of daily nba with alexander j for the 28th and 29th of november in the league we've got the best in-season tournament games in history we've got injuries to championship contenders and we've got the Dallas Mavericks being sold from out of nowhere. First, we'll recap all of November 28th and there was eight in-season tournament games and at least five of them were excellent and I have to start with the final game of the day. The Sacramento Kings took on the Golden State Warriors at the Golden One Center in Sacramento. The Warriors took the lead early in the first quarter up by as much as 24 points before halftime. Golden State needing to win by 12 points or more in order to out-qualify the Kings for the in-season tournament. And they were up by 11 very early in the final quarter as the broadcast mentioned it over and over. But slowly and surely, the Kings chipped away at that lead as the question turned from if they could lose by less than 12 points to if they could somehow pull the victory out. With the dubs up five, less than a minute remaining, Malik Monk hit a huge step-back jumper from 25 feet and then on the next trip down the floor, hung in the air for a twisted 12-foot fadeaway off the glass, retaking the lead with seven seconds remaining to finish the comeback back-to-back turnovers for Golden State the crowd in Sacramento going off 123 to 124 to the Kings a single point victory Mug finished with 21 points Darren Fox had 29 9 and 7 for the Kings as they finished 4-0 in their in-season tournament group to progress into the quarterfinals starting soon the Warriors were on the receiving end of a season-best performance from Andrew Wiggins. He had 29 points and 10 rebounds, as well as a decent 20-point clay game behind Steph Curry's 29 as well, just not enough in the end to beat the Kings offense. Playoff rivals Milwaukee and Miami also went down to the wire, the Bucks closing the game on a 16-6 run to pip the Heat 131-124. Yanis and Damian Lillard combining for 65 points, the victory clinching the East Group B for the Bucks in the in-season tournament. The Heat played really well until the death. Bam Adebayo again a super impactful performance with 31 points. Old man Cole Lowry had 21 himself, and the Heat even had a solid 20 points from Josh Richardson, who was in place of Jimmy Butler. He didn't play last night, out with what I believe is a lower leg complaint. Shea Gilgis-Alexander had 32 points, but the defense from the Minnesota Timberwolves proved to be too impactful. 106-103, the final score to the Wolves on the back of a 17-point, 16-rebound, 4-block game from Rudy Gobert. Anthony Edwards had 21 in the starting lineup, and Minnesota also had 32 combined points from Nas Reid and Troy Brown Jr. off the bench. Chet Holmgren had a really poor shooting night for OKC. The defense on the Wolves was just giving him dramas everywhere. He finished with 16 points, but shot just 6 of 20 from the floor, three of those coming from distance. Despite the win, the Wolves finished 3-1 in the group and got pipped by the Kings for first place. They will not progress. Luka Doncic had 41 points, 9 rebounds and 9 assists. What a stat line there, as the Mavs had a 6-point comeback win against the Houston Rockets, 121-115. Kyrie Irving chipped in with 22 points in the second half after shooting just 2 of 11 in the first, while Alper and Schengen for the Rockets had a season-high 31, Fred Van Vliet finished with 10 points, 12 assists. Boston blew out the Bulls 124-97, and it wasn't even that close. Jalen Brown had 30 points as the Celtics hit a season-high 21 three-pointers, Really, really funny scenes at the back end of this game. Boston was already secured the win, but needed to increase their point differential if they wanted to progress in the in-season tournament and break the tiebreaker with Orlando. The Celtics started playing Hacker shack onto Andre Drummond as the Bulls were already down 30 points. Drummond missed five of six attempts at the line. The attempt obviously successful. The Celtics winning Group C over point differential and moving on. The final three games from the 28th, the New York Knicks win Group B in the East and move on to the quarterfinals of the in-season tournament with a 24-point win over the Hornets, 115-91. Randall himself, 25 points, 20 rebounds. Donovan Mitchell scored 40. Evan Mobley pulling down a career-high 19 rebounds along with seven big blocks as the Cavs beat Atlanta, 128-105. And Brooklyn beat the Raptors, 115-103 after pulling away late. Neither team progresses in the in-season tournament okay on to today's games seven of them but only two worth talking about i'll leave them to the end just quickly we'll get through those insignificant games franz wagner had 31 for orlando in a big win over the wizards 139 to 120 this is washington's eighth straight loss the magic having some fun late jalen suggs throwing a lob up to cole anthony and the two recreating the iconic lebron d wade alley celebration from the good old days in miami Anthony Davis had 28 points, 16 rebounds as the Lakers beat Detroit by 26, 133-107. D'Angelo Russell had a season-high 35 for the Lake Show. The loss sets a new record for the most in a row by Detroit, 15 losses in a row this season. Zion Williamson finished with 33 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, and 3 steals, as he missed just a single shot from the floor as the Pelicans held on to an early lead against the Philadelphia 76ers, sans Joel Embiid. He was a late-scratching 124-114 to, to win in New Orleans. Tyrese Maxey had 33 points in the loss. The Memphis Grizzlies notched their fourth win of the year, just their fourth, and their first at home 105-91 over the Jazz. Jaron Jackson Jr. finished with 20 points and six blocks. Larry Markkinen sat out for Utah. The Nuggets beat the Rockets 134-124. Nikola Jokic had another triple-double, 32 points, 15 rebounds, 10 assists. Michael Porter Jr., a season-high 30 points for him, and Jamal Murray returned to the lineup. He played 22 minutes as the Rockets never led El Peren Sengun, scoring 22 against his idol in Jokic. Back to Sacramento, and De'Aaron Fox finished with 40 points on the second night of a back-to-back, just on 23 shots, but the Clippers were too good in the first half, an early lead ending in a 131-117 victory for LA over the Kings. Kawhi Leonard finished with 34, Harden had 26. And finally, from yesterday... The Raptors and the Suns game in Toronto was an absolute thriller, especially for a Raptors fan like me. The Raps ending the 7 game win streak of the Suns in Kevin Durant's return to the lineup, 112 105. Scotty Barnes stepped up in the fourth, he had 12 points there, on way to 23. Jakob Pertel shot 8 of 9 from the floor for his 17. Kevin Durant said post game that he just missed a lot of shots, and it's, it's unfortunately true, he was 11 of 30 from the floor in an uncharacteristic performance ending in 30 points. Devin Booker was kept pretty quiet by the Raptors defense to just 8 points on 2 of 12 shooting. He had a foot complaint. I think he stepped on Dennis Schroeder and exited the game for a period, but did return. To the other news around the league from the last two games, and Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, said on Wednesday that he was leaving hit TV show Shark Tank. And then in the same 24-hour period, he sold a majority share, a majority, of the Dallas Mavericks to the Adelson family of Las Vegas money. The Athletic Shamshirania is reporting that the franchise was valued at $3.5 billion, and although Cubes are selling a majority stake, he retains full team control and remains in charge of basketball operations in a very, very unique deal. That deal has sparked plenty of speculation online the Adelsons-Las Vegas ties, obviously raising some alarm bells about relocation, although in my opinion, it might just be an equity thing as the valuation of sports franchises continues to climb over the last decade. Warriors guard Gary Payton II has reportedly torn his right calf and will spend a serious amount of time on the sideline. There's no specifics about the grade of injury at the moment, bad news there. While New Orleans announced that Trey Murphy III could make his season debut a couple weeks ahead of schedule, as early as this weekend after the Pell suffered a torn meniscus in training camp. And finally, ESPN has updated their mock draft for the 2024 NBA Draft. Isaiah Collier, the new number one prediction, he's a six foot five point guard shooting 42% from deep, 17 points per game so far this year at college. Big man Alex Saar, who's currently playing for Perth in the Australian NBL, is in second. That's it for today's episode of Daily NBA. Have a great day. See you guys on the weekend episode, I guess.